Friday, baby. Woo! Friday the 13th. Y'all know what that means. And we are back. Woo! My hair is long. What up, Mikey? Or it's longer. My hair is not that long. My beard's kind of long. Grr. My back is burnt. Woo! It's bad. I got shades on. Sun never sets on a badass, you know what I'm saying? It's already set though, it's nighttime. Whatever. My future's too bright, you know what I'm saying? Let's get back into it. Episode 81 of the Turn Left Podcast. It's been almost a month, but we are back. Let's get into it. I'm glad that hopefully y'all can hear me. I don't even know if I remember how to do all this stuff. I already got a fly. He remembers how. I'm shaky. Nervous. Uh, what's up, Shannon? Um, yeah, it's been a month. It's been a long time. Didn't even mean to take a long break like that. I think two episodes before that I said uh, that I wouldn't going to be taking as long of breaks. And then the world hit me. But let's get into it. Damn, apple juice is good. Thanks to the sponsors, Sarah K. Speed Shots, On Point Woodworks. It's been so long, I almost forgot who my sponsors were. Welcome back, buddy. What's up, Mike? Friday the 13th special, man. I love Friday the 13th. I'm not a big horror film guy, but I got my first win on Friday the 13th. And uh, ever since then, it's been exciting. That's where this picture right here came from. Copyright 2012. I don't remember who took this picture, and I guess I'm I'm technically illegally stealing it. But uh, yeah, it was cool. I mean, um, you can see literally the smoke rolling off the tires and stuff. I mean, it was my first ever win was... One of the best, that's no doubt. I mean, look at the pile of doo-doo that that car was, but um, it was fast, and uh, those donuts were better than I could have even planned on doing. I didn't even plan on doing them like that, but it worked out pretty good. Um, but yeah, I had the finger out the window, too. I was doing number one. I wanted to do, like, a checkered flag out the window. I've told that story before. Is I was actually circling around doing a half donut to get the flag, and then... Uh, I was going to continue doing donuts with the checkered flag out the window, but uh, Papa over-rotated, and then it was off to the helicopter races from then on, and I just kept on burning them down. But we are back, Friday the 13th, one of my favorite things. I almost got a, after that happened, dude, I almost got a tattoo of Jason Voorhees on my back. got pretty serious there for a while. But um, he'd be a burned bitch right now if he was because my back is crushed dude i went to the beach i'll tell you all about it in a little bit but either way um i was watching a video too about uh obviously i'm sure everybody knows dale Hurt's first race car was pink my first race car was pink um small flex there but also 
Um, the the red that he used on the number three car, the Goodwrench car, that was actually a Ford orange. It wasn't even red. It was actually orange because back in the day, the cameras weren't as good, and the orange would pop better on camera. So the Goodwrench number three car, actually, the outline on the three and stuff is actually an orange color, and not only that, but it's a Ford orange color. Anyway, what's up, Raymond? What's up, Jim? Or what's up, Pat Murphy? Um, yeah, like and share the video. If you're glad that we are back, it's been a while. Last episode, I had uh, Cameron Ruggles on. That was a great episode. Him and Todd came by, talked a little bit about just the U-Car class and everything. He's been having some bad luck since then, but um, great episode. And then shortly after that, I, I knew I was going on vacation about three weeks from then. Excuse me. I drank a Red Bull right before this, too, which I don't even drink energy drinks anymore. So, dude, I'm on the chip tonight, boy. Um, I feel like my heart's about to beat out of my damn chest, but, uh, and what's up, mom? I saw you were, what's up, Scott? Um, so anyways, I knew that I was obviously going on vacation that was already planned and in the books, but, uh, so then I, I would already been planning on selling my house sometime in the near future. So then, um, my realtor and my wife had the great idea. Not really. It was also my decision to, um, and it was a good idea and it worked out well, but to have the house ready for sale before we go on vacation, that way the 50 showings or whatever ended up happening can happen while we're on vacation. Um, so it is obviously much better that way because getting two kids and dog and stuff like that out of the house 50 times for people to come look at it would have been, I don't even know. We would have just had to live at my mom's or something for a while. I don't even know, but it worked out pretty good. So literally the two weeks after that after that was that decision was made was just literally cramming and slamming trying to get the house ready for the market so oh that was thunder i was like oh my god what happened to my i thought it was my audio stuff um but yeah apparently we're getting a storm um anyway so yeah the last two weeks were just like my back porch my front porch shout out to my mom for finishing the front porch we didn't even get the house done in time before it was time to go to the beach and my mom finished it up for us. So shout out to her. But, uh, but yeah, so it was that. And then vacation, which also during vacation, we got, you know, just people coming to do showings and we're getting offers and stuff like that. It was cool. And, um, vacation was good too. I mean, I thought about doing episodes while I was on vacation, like on the beach or something like that, or poolside or in the hot tub or something. Um, but Everything, by the time that I cleaned everything up in the studio to be able to fit, like, swing sets and stuff into my garage, which sounds crazy, but I had to clean the yard up for the showings, um, everything was trapped back in here, and looking back at the vacation, I would have never had any chance to do it anyway, so it's been a long hiatus. That's a long story to tell you why, but it's been a long hiatus, but we are back. The house is under contract, but um, obviously I'll be getting a new house, and I'll just build a new studio there, and we'll be good. And even if I have to live with my mom's for a while, I'll build a studio there. Have my mom one for an episode. See what y'all think about that. Hit any tracks on vacation? I did not, Derek. Um, it was uh, it was rainy pretty much the whole time. We went down to OBX. It was rainy pretty much the whole time. Um, we had two sunny days. The second day we were there and the last day that we were there. The second day that we were there, we knew that it was going to be one of our only sunny days. So we went and hit the beach, obviously. So the kids could do that, and my daughter's never even been to the beach. She's at four already, so she wanted to do the beach and the sand and sandcastle, all that. So, um, you know, the smart one over here decides, oh, well, it's only a high of 80 today. I used to be a lifeguard. I never wore sunscreen in my life. I don't need that. 
you know, that's for, I don't want to say it on here, but uh, I don't need that, you know. However, my back is, my back, like, I've got a farmer's tan. It's not as bad now, but my, my upper arms and my, my body is see-through pale. And I haven't really been exposed to the sun on those parts of my body, and I can't even remember how long. My forearms, you can't burn them. I could literally put them in a tanning bed for nine hours. You can't burn them. And same with my neck. Um, so, yeah, I've had, you know, I get the red neck criticism as bad as it gets, but the back situation um turned into a situation very quickly not very quickly but after about a night that night uh i went to bed and it was okay but uh yeah i mean i woke up like literally the next morning like and not only that but i was laying on like carpet you know because like the bed broke so we were laying on the ground and i don't know what happened my daughter stole my sheet so i like woke up with sunburn on like rough carpet like just in the middle of the night and like as soon as I ruffled my back a little bit, I just hit that. Uh, oh, my God. I could feel it right away. And then two days later, it was bubbling so bad. And now literally from my neck tan spot where my shirt starts all the way down to my belt line and around my sides and on my belly, the entire body of me has peeled. It's insanity. And um, I pretty much had like level nine sun poisoning, I guess. I don't even know if that's a thing, but I'm telling you. It was big. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's just it's hard to sleep, you know what I mean? Like, especially when your sides and your back and your stomach are burned, you know what I mean? Like, you, you just, like, roll over in the middle of the night, and you're like, ah! Uh, it's bad. Um, so, yeah, apparently my back is a baby back bitch as far as the sun is concerned, and I will be lotioning up or, you know, I don't even remember the word. This is my problem. I haven't used sun lotion. Why am I tripping on this? Sunscreen. Sorry. I'll be investing in sunscreen from now on. That was horrible. Um, anyway, back to racing. We need to get back to racing. This is a long story. So apparently uh, there's been a little bit of talk from Denny Hamlin on Twitter about Southside Speedway. He'd hate to shut it down. Um, he wants to reopen it, even though the county's already bought it. So, I don't know. Tell me what you think about that. What's up, Patrick Fisher? What's up, Steve Moore? Tell me what you think about that. Because, I mean, it seems like it's almost a day late and a dollar short for him to now pipe in and say, uh, you know, he wants to buy it. Or not buy it, but, you know, in invest in running it or, you know, helping keep it alive. It just seems like, you know, that was very much possible before the county got a hold of it now that they've got a hold of it it's like there's almost no hope but i think there is hope because i mean i'm sure the county understands that denny has a big following and stuff like that yeah i do need spf 1000 make it 1 million dude i never want to burn my back like that again i haven't been that sunburnt in, like since i was a kid what's up dustin also i need a spicy uh wing guest by the way so send me your inputs um so yeah denny hamlin I mean, I know if Southside Speedway opens, I would love to work there. I wanted to do some announcing before they decided to close down, but, you know, it never happened. I might do a little bit at uh, Dominion, but you never know. Um, but, yeah, I would love to help reopen Southside Speedway. Not that I have any money or any, like, way to, you know, do that. What's up, Greg Fernandez? So, I don't know. It'd be exciting if Denny really gets into it and really gets after it. But, I mean, it's easy to make a tweet after the fact and be like, oh, yeah, I wish I would, you know, it's like, 
that's cool, but also you can come on my podcast and talk about it anytime, by the way. Uh, even when I move, the new house won't be but 10 minutes away from where his family lives, so. Um, oh yeah, Kyle Larson won the road course, which is cool, but there's a lot of talk about Christopher Bell. He He's still mad, you know mad at him and he's not answering his calls and Kyle Larson says any grown man should talk to me about that I'm a bigger Kyle Larson fan than I am a Christopher Bell fan but uh, I don't think that that's that uncommon I think if you tried to talk to him at the track and he didn't want to talk that would be a little bit more weird than if you try to call him a couple days later and he doesn't answer like that's not even that common in the sport I feel like like I remember trying to talk to guys after the race um I remember one time trying to talk to a, I was like 17 and I tried to talk to an older guy whom I tried to wreck and he still ended up winning the race. I've told the story before, but, and he wouldn't talk to me even though he still won the race. I tried to apologize and go up talk to him. He wanted to fight. So, I mean, that rubbed me the wrong way, but I kind of understood him. I mean, I was going up to apologize for a reason, even though he still won. But in this situation, and in, in, in those days and in my days, people didn't call me three days later and talk about it. Like, if anything, you talked about it the next week at the track. I don't, I don't really see a phone conversation happening. I mean, I guess it does on the upper levels, but that never happened with me. I never talked to my rivals on the phone. Um, so I don't think we don't need to slate Christopher Bell for that. I mean, it's just, I mean, he doesn't want to talk to him. So he didn't have to. If he's at the track in his presence and he wants to come up and talk to him, he kind of doesn't have a choice unless he wants to run away. But if he calls him and he doesn't answer the phone, we don't need to bash Christopher Bell. And uh, what's the Gibbs kid name? What is it, Ty Gibbs or whatever? Dude, I, I I doubted this kid, and I probably, I don't know if I talk shit about him or what, but everybody was talking about he's young, so young, rich, you know, spoiled kid who's like, you know, 12, or he looks like he's 12. You know, no way he's going to be able to compete, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he's winning road course races, like a couple of them now. Like, you don't win a road course race unless you can drive, in my opinion. Um, it's kind of like Darlington. Like, you don't win a Darlington race unless you can drive. Um, you would think it'd be like the dirt race at Eldora, which, I mean, those are hard races, and I'm not going to lie, but I'm just saying I don't think that those are quite as hard as something like Darlington for, especially when it's like a cup race, and it's, you know, I can't remember how many miles. I think it's 500, 600. Um, but, yeah, the road courses, tracks like Darlington, Tracks like Bristol and Martinsville, like those are some of the premier tracks to win at. And I mean, he's winning at road courses. There's not really, there's also been road course drivers that haven't ever been worth a damn at circle track, which is, you know, we know that about Marcus Ambrose and stuff like that, but um, we haven't given him enough chance to even run circle track yet. And two, that we never deny those guys that they can't drive. We just know that they're, they're you know, they perform better on road courses still kind of weirds me out it's like how can you drive around a road course like there's so much car control involved and you can't get around a circle track it just seems odd to me but um there's a lot of commitment in circle track when you're getting back into the gas and there's a wall there and you know stuff like that and you're doing like 180 miles an hour um he can win in good equipment can he win in decent equipment is the question good question tanner the question for you tanner is is your car done or not t money i'm glad that you're tuning in but I just saw you, and I know that car isn't back. You know, there's windows. It better be, you know, just giving you a hard time. But, yeah, I'm excited for the Dominion race tomorrow. Um, late models are always, you know, one of the best shows to watch. they got twin 60s, I think. 
Um, the U-Car class, in my opinion, the you know, one of the best divisions to watch. Very biased. Um, but yeah, shout out to Team Money. Got the number five tuned up. He missed the last race after some mechanical malfunction, but he got it figured out on his own while I was on vacation, and uh, also got a little bit of a uh, new look. So y'all probably we were joking about it earlier. Y'all probably say it's just got you know new stickers, but he did a lot of stuff. Um, who's winning tomorrow, Michael Frazier? Um, I don't know. Congrats on your win, though, Michael Frazier. Who's winning tomorrow? I'm just going to say Tanner. She's taking my truck to pull his car because he drives a Ford. So, obviously, it's broken down. And I don't have any room to talk because my truck has literally got, I think, 13 issues with it. I have a list around here somewhere. But, uh, what's up, Cameron? But, yeah, my truck literally has so many problems, and I decided to take it to Outer Banks, which the exhaust is already, like, halfway fallen off. So, my, my stuff's, like... My truck's, it's a Chevy Avalanche for one, so it's not even a truck, but good God. It's almost, uh, you know, embarrassing to be seen in it. But uh, two, the exhaust had already fallen off some from where the, the coolers that are built into the side of the bed, well, they have drain holes on the bottom. Well, somebody got dual exhaust put on it, and the dual exhaust went right where the drain holes for the coolers are. So anytime you fill up the coolers, the water constantly drips all day long in the exhaust and rusts it out, and then those pieces fell off. And then we were on the way to OBX, and like, my wife and I were making jokes about, hope it gets us there. I literally had, like, tools and brake lines and brake fluid and all kinds of stuff because it keeps on blowing out, blowing out brake lines. And uh, we didn't even make it to Hopewell, which is 30, 45 minutes from here. And we're on the highway. Sorry, I got indigestion. Sorry. That was gross, I know. But Red Bull and I needed a Tums and I didn't have one and I'm not sponsored by Tums yet. But um, we didn't even make it to Hopewell when literally the whole bottom of the truck's like, it changes pitch and it's... I'm like, oh, my God. And uh, we pulled over to Hardy's. The whole rest of the exhaust fell off. I had to pull it off with channel locks. I had tools with me, thank God. And uh, I just left it in the Hardy's parking lot, whatever. Um, where was I going to put it? Like, literally, my whole truck was packed. We were on the way to the beach. So, um, so yeah, now it's, like, got no exhaust. I think it's just got, like, headers. And, uh, so, yeah, that's <laughs> that's his ride for tomorrow to take his car there. So, if you see him on the side of the road on 95, pull over and help him out. But don't even call me and let me know because I don't want to know. And, um, yeah. Also, I want, I'm leaving this up to, um, anybody that knows how to do a Facebook poll. You know what I'm saying? Like, four different options. Who's got the best Virginia racing show? And y'all know who it is. But just make the poll. You know, there's Racing Virginia, there's Race 22, there's, um, Larry King Laws Speedway, Larry King... Langley Speedway, Jack Dotson's Racing Insider News page with Scott Allen. Um, that's one of them. I'm sure that's not going to fit in the thing, but you can abbreviate it or something. Um, I'm still trying to get them on the show. So somebody tag Scott and Jack. Um, but, yeah, it feels good to be back, even though I still have stage 11 sun poisoning and I might die, and my back is breaking out into rashes and hives, and it might disintegrate. It's no big deal. I don't even need my back for the show. I can just lean forward. Um, also, Air Doug, you know, I rave about his show all the time. Yeah, like a survey, Mom. Good good point. 
Um, I rave about his show all the time, dude. He had a new episode come out while I was on vacation. I caught up on it after I got back, dude. Hilarious. And he got Tyler Hughes somehow. They've got, you know, long time beef. Somehow he got Tyler Hughes to come collaborate with him on a video or, you know, I don't want to spoil the video, but it's really good. Really hilarious. And, um, go check it out. He, he pays me a lot of money to give him plugs on the show. So the money's green. He didn't pay me anything. Um, Oh, yeah, but everything went well with the house. It's under contract, like I said, and off to the new house. Greg, I think, asked me where I was moving. What's up, Tommy Thompson? Um, Where I was moving, probably Woodlake, you know, life on the lake, baby, or Brandermill, a waterfront community. Um, I'm going to get a pontoon boat, join the country club, play golf every day, you know. Like rich people do. That's what I'm doing, dude. Um, I'm not actually going to do any of that. I won't be able to afford the country club or any of that, but I'll, I'll be living over there with the people that do do that. That'll be nice. And these good schools for my kids. Um, sorry, my, I, this was not impromptu, but the writing on this sheet, I know you're not going to be able to see it, but it's messy which I have decent handwriting when I try or when I take my time, but um, I didn't tonight. But uh, but no, I was talking about earlier, I need a spicy guest for the show. If anybody's not familiar with the show Hot Ones, that's 10 questions, 10 wings, the questions get hotter and so do the wings or whatever. It's some better catchy phrase than that. So you start off with a really mild wing um, and you work your way all the, all the way up to obviously the hottest wing that I have, which would probably be the Wicked Tickle, I think, but... um. There was some people comment, commenting in. What's up, BJ? There was some people commenting in about uh, they've got some hotter shit, and it's just, and that's fine. Bring it on, but it's just all talk, you know. What I'm if, if you, you can get my address and you can just mail it here, you know, the, the wicked tickle, the hottest one I've got, came from uh, old guest TJ, and he literally mailed it, you know, to the Turn Left Podcast Studio. So you can do that. Um, we can try it on the show. I'm not afraid of whatever hotness, 7.5 million Scoville, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm not afraid of it, but EJ, I don't do spicy. Yeah, I know, dude. See, that's the problem. My producer, Tina, does spicy. Producer Ryan, they're not here tonight, does spicy. Every guest I have on this damn show is a big pussy. Probably shouldn't have used that word. It's a big wussy, is what I meant to say. I stuttered. Uh, And... Like, I'll usually nowadays I'll try to text them before the show, like, hey, man, you want to do a hot sauce? Just one. I'm not even talking about the 10, 10 sauce show thing. They're like, no, oh, I don't do spicy. That's like literally 80% of the people out there. Like, dude, the show Hot Ones is like literally all celebrities, like Kristen Bell, uh, Drew Barrymore. Like, they can do it, and you guys can't. Like, you guys got to be kidding me. Some of you guys, I'm, you know, that's all I'm saying. Um, have a little fun, okay? You only live once. Fuller, let's give a shout out to Fuller. Fuller had never even had a hot sauce in his life. He had never even had Texas Pete. And I threw him to the biggest wolves, like one of the hottest sauces I've ever had. And he champed it. I mean, he did fine. Everybody's afraid of, you know, everything. I'm an 80%er. I don't know what that means, Cameron. Are you talking about on the hot sauce? Because there's not like a, uh, we don't need to talk about it too much. I need somebody that's not a wussy, I'll say. 
uh, to come do 10 hot sauces. He's never eaten a hamburger. I know, that is wild. And I think his brother's never had a hot dog. So I don't know what's going on over in the Fuller household, but they need to tighten up. Um, but he handled the hot sauce. I can't deny him that. God dang it. Let's keep on happening. Um, so yeah, I've got a couple ideas. I already have like two ideas for people I want to have one for the hot sauce challenge. It's not even really a hot sauce challenge. It's just, like I said, it's not just going to be us eating hot sauce. And that's another problem earlier. Some people were like, let's bring a bunch of people on and make it fun. Then it just turns into four people just screaming. And then it's hard for one to get 10 questions for four people. And two, if I'm asking this guy a question diagonally from the table, this guy next to me and that guy over there, you know, they're like bored and they're just kind of watching our conversation happen. And it's, 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 it's boring enough watching podcasts are intended for listening to, but when you're watching a not boring podcast, this podcast is the best one ever. Uh, when you're watching a boring podcast and then you're watching two people bored on the podcast like that, you can't do that. So, um, it's hard to include four people, especially when you don't have multi-cam, like the big production podcast when there's like four people they have four cameras set up and while each person's talking they're just looking at that person that way you're not looking at two people that are just dwindling on their phones or something like that so we might be able to get a decent crowd but i still only want to have two people on the table on screen and the questions based just for them because and you can be backstage eating hot sauce or whatever it's just it's too distracting with too many people um we've done it before with fight campaigns and stuff like that but um, and that works because we're talking about a fight going on. But as far as for me to create an entire um, monologue or whatever you call it, I should know this, but um, a whole pretty much create a whole you know thing for the show for four different people, it just makes it hard. Um, how do you go to a racetrack and never have a hamburger? He goes to a lot of racetracks too. I don't know. He just, um, he's never. Had, I think he's he's not had a lot of things. And his brother's never had a hot dog. I almost think that's weirder, but they're pretty much on the same level um i got one that's another thing too is when you do the hot sauce what's the worst that can happen you burn your face off and you what cry like a little girl or something i mean that's not going to happen but that would be embarrassing but i mean i do embarrassing stuff on here all the time i drink an egg in a beer one night i did it two or three times and i almost threw up all over the table it was insane i was hammered that was an old episode. Don't even go looking for that one. Um, but, uh, and I got an embarrassing story for you if you want to listen to an embarrassing story. So, I think I might have told it on here before, but we'll just go for it again. Um, when I was, and I might wrap up the show with this one. And then I'll announce who the next guest is going to be once I find out who I decide on for the uh, hot sauce stuff. Need some five-gallon buckets? No, we don't. See, we don't need all that. The hot sauce isn't that hot. I don't think you're going to die or anything or throw up, um, but it's still fun, and I'll, like I said, I'll have an itinerary of questions to, you know, ask you, um, and I'll try to keep it cool, even though I handle them way worse than anybody else, but um, back when I was working at Beef Brady's as, like, a line cook, um, I was talking to this girl, not talking to, but we just kind of, you know, she was a waitress there or whatever, I was 15, you know, I just started working there probably, you know, a couple months before that, and, uh, she liked me a little bit. I liked her. You know, I asked her out. I didn't have a car, though. She she was older, so she had a car, and I didn't have a car yet. I didn't even have my license. I have my learners. So I asked her out, but obviously she would have to drive us. And I didn't have any money, and we were making like $7 an hour. She was at least making tips, so I was making like $7 an hour. And I was 15. I was racing motocross. Every dollar I made was went to that. But I still wanted to take this girl out. 
So I was going to, you know, be a true gentleman and take her to McDonald's. Well, get her to take me to McDonald's, you know. Uh, so anyway, and we went through the drive-thru too. I think we were just planning on eating in the car. At least a little bit more romantic than uh, eating in the McDonald's. But um, so anyway, we both got off work. I think she got off work a little bit before me. I'm like rushing, like doing everything I can to get off work, to finish out my closing duties. I changed my clothes in the back or whatever really quick. And... um we go, she drives me to McDonald's and we order whatever. And I go for my wallet and it's not there. I had left it in my locker at work or something. I can't, I don't even remember where, but it wasn't on me. And, uh, <laughs> so now here I am 15 years old. I asked out this like older girl and you know, she was down, drove me to McDonald's, uh, where I was obviously supposed to pay, it was still, it wasn't like, we weren't totally Dutch there. So, uh, <laughs> it was just the most embarrassing thing ever, dude. Like, I can't think of a hot sauce that could be worse than that. Uh, so yeah, needless to say, the second date never happened, but she bought, I mean, she bought the food and we ate and we had a good time, um, in the back seat of the front seat. After that happened, we stayed in the front seat, EJ. And that never ended up being any backseat action. So... That's my embarrassing story for the night, I guess. Uh, but, yeah. We're back. We're back in action. I won't be in this studio forever, but for a little while, once we get the new house, or if I have to live with my mom for a while, uh, I'll set it up over there. It might not be quite this nice, but once I get the official house, it'll be actually nicer, I think, because I'm going to do it up big, because I plan on living there for, like, ever. Do you all have any questions for me? I'm trying to think of something else. I had one other thing that I want to talk about. I think I read over it. Oh, vacation. It was just wild. Like I said, it was raining a lot. And there was a lot of people there. Like, we had a house, but it was, like, so many people, dude. It was all my in-laws, so. It was, like, 12 people, three dogs, a bird. My sister-in-law brought her. She just got a bird. Like a, I don't even it's like a and this is an expensive bird, thousands of dollars for this bird. And it's not even edible. It's a little tiny, you know, you can get a chicken for a dollar. And this thing is like this green fuck that paid all this money for it and it doesn't even talk or anything. It's just, just this shit's all over the place and stuff. Dude, this bird sucks. But um but yeah, it was on vacation with us. I hope he had a good time. Um Yeah, I think that's about it. Like I said, I'm glad to be back. Thank you for tuning in. Um, thanks, Mom, for cleaning up the house, and that'll be a good backdrop, yeah. If I have to live with you, Mom, yeah, I'll set it up. And, um, yeah, man, once I find out the episode, or the guest for the Spicy Wing episode, I want to do that one next, I think. Um, I'll let you guys know. So, thanks for tuning in. Maybe I'll try to turn on some tune-out music, which I never do, but I always think back like, I should have done it. Can't be perfect. Peace out, everybody. Have a good weekend. Maybe you'll see me at Dominion tomorrow. Maybe not. Probably not. I don't even have a car. Tanner took my truck. Um, maybe. If I do, I want a spot for Team Money, and I maybe even want to announce one of the late model races up in the booth. Dinah, can you make that happen? Somebody tag her. Watch the end, Dinah.
See you later, Derek. Getting old. Pulled out my back the other day. I went to bed in my sleep, too. Went to bed, a 29-year-old, woke up 80 years old. 